So we had a really big night tonight, guys. Why don't you tell everybody where we've been? We were watching Alvin and the Chipmunks, Chipwrecked. And let me just tell you, this is the Chipmunk movie that you have been waiting for. Actually, it was the Road Chip. I'm just telling oh, I'm you. Sorry, I'm sorry, I got chip. confused. It was, uh, it was Chiptacular. But, but you know what? I mean, I think that they, they tipped the hat enough to the previous installments. It was... When you make a trilogy of movies, like Alvin and the Chipmunks yeah. has been, it's so hard to come back and make a new movie that's subsequent to that because, you know, everybody's going into it thinking, can it be as good as the first three? Yeah. Will it take us back to that place that we've will, – will, will, what's going to happen with the Chipmunks? What's going to happen with the Chipettes? Is Dave going to yell Alvin at it, some point? Exactly. And, you know, <laughs> it gave a lot of nice, subtle references to the great Chipmunk adventure, and I really appreciate it. I'm, I'm just telling you, uh, two thumbs way, way, way up. I mean, to me, I'm, I don't think it could have been – wait a minute. That's not no. – strike that. No. Reverse it. We just got back from seeing Star Wars The Force Awakens. Yeah! Just like everyone else today. <laughs> yeah. No one saw Chipmunks. You're going to fit right in. <laughs> so, um, we've, we've kind of been doing our very best on the drive back from the theater. To, uh, to contain our commentary for for this moment, yes. Uh, and uh, and here we all are. I feel like poor Neff is like when you pinch off a garden hose and you just know when you let go of it, everything's going to spurt out. So uh, we're going we're gonna to do this, this little tiny baby junior episode here. We're going to talk exclusively about the uh, episode 7 adventure, uh, our theater experience, our reaction to the movie, our general feelings about maybe what's going to come next. We're going to do this episode in two segments. So the first little journey that we're going to take here, we're just going to talk about our reactions to the movie. We're going to talk about what we thought of it. We're going to, uh, without any kind of spoilers, this is this is a safe zone. If someone says anything that I even feel is remotely a spoiler, uh, I will throw my shoe at them, and you are uh, spoiler-free. But uh, at a certain point, we're going to turn the turn the red light on and let you know. We're going to go to the dark side. <laughs> the force will awaken. We're going to let you know that uh, spoilers will abound. Uh, and so that way you can safely depart from our conversation if uh, you have not yet seen the movie. But if you've seen it and and uh, the dollar signs that this movie's ranking in indicate you probably have, uh, by the time this comes out, uh, you're definitely going to want to stick around because we'll have, we'll have a lot of fun stuff to talk about. So welcome to the Nerd of Godcast. Uh, my name is Tony T. With me as always is producer Steve-O. Greetings, everybody. And uh, rounding out, we got player two, the lovely Tori Line. Hey. Going around the corner to the big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. <laughs> <laughs> Chewie, we're home. Oh. And uh, we've got a we've got a special guest with us tonight because I could not go see this movie without him. The nerd of God kid, Christian T. Yo. Yo, what's up? Wait a minute. Wasn't this supposed to be the part where I do my homework? Because Tori has inspired me. Oh, so you're so when we say Christian, what's up? You're doing homework right now. That's yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Not sure how to feel. <laughs> Honored flattery. Uh, imitation is the highest form of flattery. Okay. So very good, Christian. But we Can all do know. my homework. <laughs> he can't even do his homework. Okay. Christian could probably code a entire he's, video he's game. Not, he's not Kids wrong. These days. <laughs> he's not wrong. So uh, Star Wars. Uh, first things first. Gut reaction. What What do you feel coming out of the theater? That's <laughs> 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 That's the noise that my heart makes. I liked it. Yeah, there was um, <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was really good. Yeah. So tell me, tell me, tell me a story, Tori. Ah, oh, ah! Oh, I don't even have like words. 
it was it was definitely a Star Wars movie. Like it it did not disappoint. It was true to everything you would have expected, and it was. Whew, whew. I think most of what you just said Whew. was sound effects. <laughs> that's okay. It's like a high-pitched Ric Flair. Uh, all right, Steve-O, with, without the sound effects. You, use your Woo. words, buddy. Oh, I, lo- I loved it. It was okay. it was the, the exact opposite of the prequels when it comes <laughs> to just care and love and respect. I, just, I, I could not have been happier with it. Made me made me very 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 happy. I laughed. I cried. It was great. It moved me, Bob. I mean, this was <laughs> this wasn't like the just the Star Wars, the Force Awakens. Yeah, it was like, like yeah. when they started with, with the yeah. text crawl went Lucas out. Lucas Phil like in my hands and going, <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. Very, I tried not to. Uh, I, I usually get pretty particular about the crowds that I'm in for a movie, especially when it's my first time seeing it. But as soon as they started the text crawl and it said Episode Seven, The Force Awakens, and people started clapping, I'm like, ah, forget it. I'm I with heard you. I, I'm with you. You're I'll like, clap. I don't even care. Yep. I'm not even. I don't even care. Clap, clap, clap. I'll allow it. That's what I said. I said yeah. I'll, I'll, allow <laughs> I'll allow it. Normally, this is the point when I begin banking up resentment against my fellow theater goers, but in this instance, well played, Neff. I liked it a lot. <laughs> Elaborate. Well, I felt like as soon as the Star Wars came, the the name just popped up on the screen like the usual. Even even with the original in a, a long time ago in a galaxy far far away, mm-hmm. it just brought me back to being a little kid again, yeah, going to see the Star Wars movies. It was I've only seen one in the theater before. <laughs> but a I mean, little, as a little far kid as, back in '77, <laughs> I time traveled. It was great. <laughs> it was fantastic. But um, yeah, I mean, it was really good. The humor was really in there. It was really on point. And I think that's what J.J. Abrams is good at: is making movies that can be serious. But still, it can add enough humor to make it a great all-around film. Well, it was—I think it was a, a good reflection of the human experience because oh, yeah. you had moments where you felt fear, you had moments where you felt uh, happiness and laughter, and you had moments where you felt like, a little bit of sorrow. You had—you uh, really went through the human experience, yeah, and it's—and and, it's—it's interesting because that's not something you would naturally expect in a. I'm gonna put the air quotes up here, but a kid's movie. Not something you would expect in a sci-fi movie. Is that the reason for its rating of PG-13? Well, there was definitely some mature imagery in the movie and and a little little light language. I'm trying to remember if there was any profanity in the other Star Wars movies. It was, I don't think, I don't think. It wasn't wasn't heavy. Mm. Yeah, no. I think the worst thing that was said in the other Star Wars movies was uh, Nerf Herder. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, 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 this is a family program, please. Well, somebody we're going to have to edit that out. Fantastic. Uh, so Christian, tell, tell me what your thoughts were, man. And, and remember, this is no no spoilers, okay? So okay. Well, as he said, I'm not going to spoil anything, but um, but I really liked it, and it really brought back nostalgia to the other Star Wars uh, movies, like the uh, like the lightsaber duels, and there was a lot of cliches that uh, that, that were throwbacks to the other Star Wars movies, such as. Well, don't, 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 don't spoil not, it. You're, no. you're not going to spoil anything. I got you. Very well played and uh, excellent vocabulary. Uh, so surprising. Cliche. Oh, and you, and you thought I couldn't do my homework. How <laughs> pleasant. <laughs> so, uh, so what would you, what would you grade this if you had to give it a a homework grade? A minus. A minus. Okay. Tori. There were literally two things in the entire movie that I was like, really, but we can talk about them later, and they were not anything big enough to like mar the experience at all so i guess 
no, I have to give it an A plus. Even with those two things, it was A plus. A plus. It was it was really good. Sorry, I'm a hater. You are a hater. <laughs> I'm a hater. Steve-O? I'm gonna have to watch it a second time to give it like a full grade because I I know after you watch a movie, especially one that you really like, you have the rush of happiness after yeah, seeing it. That's but true. even so, I still get I give it an, I give it a uh, a ninety six. It's not an A plus, but it's you not. You want to get minus. episode one fever? No, <laughs> that's true. no, an A hey, plus people, people really liked episode one when it came out. I I remember mm. liking episode one. I'm just glad that we didn't have a podcast because I would have definitely been in the minority. Uh, so at this point, but at the time, everybody liked episode one. And there's people that say episode one was terrible. We all knew knew we hated it. Nah. I, I call I call my yeah, I loved episode one. That. Maybe it was because the internet was a little newer and yeah. people were not uh, you know throwing up all their criticisms all the time. But uh, yeah, the inter- it was definitely not um, not as bad as people remember it as from this. As a kid, point I thoroughly enjoyed yes, that it, movie. I loved. You know epi- what I mean, like when I was little, it's great. I saw episode one in the theaters and loved it, but I was also nine years old yeah, when I saw exactly. the movie in the theaters. So that movie was made for me at the time. Right. It was made for a nine-year-old. So, uh, Neff, what's your what's your grade for it? I give it a middle-of-the-road A. There were some parts that were a little cheesy, but uh, overall, as a film, it was very fun to watch. I was extremely entertained by it. So, definitely, it was a great movie. Maybe not full A+, but it's definitely deserved at least a middle-of-the-road A. Yeah, I, I, I'm right with you. I would give it an A. Um, and the reason I would give it an A instead of an A+, or because of an A-, an a- as my very critical uh, young son would say, uh, I think I think there's room for for improvement, and I don't mm-hmm. think you can you bust out of the gate with a hundred percent, and you have nowhere to go but Age of Ultron. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it's that's a hard one to follow up, and we know that they're going to follow up. Yeah. Um, Even and, if you go from a hundred to ninety nine, you're still going down. Correct. And uh, but what I think that they did there was there was a lot of of setup. They immediately brought us into this universe. They immediately made it, the, the characters relatable, the circumstances, the environments. When we when we're on uh, Jakku, when we're in in these different worlds, and they're new worlds. I don't think there was any repeat no. locations no. from previous movies. No, not at all. New worlds and new situations. We kind of we step into this world so quickly. We understand the rules of this world so quickly, and that's a, an evidence to me of really great storytelling yes because here we are and 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 it goes back to to me episode four when you're on Tatooine and you understand the rules of Tatooine because you see Uncle Owen and and Aunt Beru and you you understand what the the struggles of moisture farming and you see (laughs) the Jawas and you see Mos Eisley and you kind of get an idea of what Tatooine is all about and then you know you scale the universe back and you see the struggle between the the rebellion and the empire and and th- so the, so you you get it quick and they they're capturing that right away again uh, they bring you right in here you uh, immediately have uh, a connection with the main characters which is really hard to do when you've got new main characters in an established universe and you know people are going into this thing after seeing the trailer and saying I want to see Han Solo I want to see C3PO I want to see R2D2 and they don't give you those characters in, in the center seat the way that you're expecting them they give you a new uh, astromech droid and you're like okay why should I have a connection with a BB-8 instead of with an R2-D2 and then because BB-8's awesome He's and it doesn't take very long in the movie before you, you see wow this character is extremely relatable mm-hmm. a little astromech droid mm-hmm. that's a hard that's a tough sell for, yeah. for something like that to steal our heart uh, when you see uh, Finn and you see uh, Ray and you see the different characters that up until this point we've only known from trailers and mm-hmm. action figures on the shelves at Target yeah 
and we, yeah. you know, why why are they trying to sell me a Podameron figure? I see him mm. on the on the on the pegs, you know. and now I know because <laughs> Podameron is awesome. And mm. you find out in the first few minutes of the movie what this guy's made of, and you mm-hmm. go, well, there you go. This is a guy I can get behind. What he's all about? What he's all about? And uh, so, what his shenanigans are? What his shenanigans are? That's right. Uh, locations are so important to the Star Wars universe. What do you what do you feel about the different settings in this movie visually? Uh, I really liked the the First Order's ship thing. Careful. The, the mm. their base of operations. There you go. Their base of operations, and just and literally just like from a set point of view, like mm-hmm. it was, it was, um, communicated the same sort of sterile attitude from like the beginning of the fourth one kind of thing but Correct. on the flip side mm-hmm. like it was black instead of white and like I don't know I really liked it I thought it was had that nice it was definitely menacing I it, it was, was cool. menacing and the design it was choices terrifying and were, it was perfect and, and I, th- I, I would agree with you and I, I noticed this even in some of the, the action figures and merchandise lot building up to it they kept the same designs. To mm-hmm. me, if you look at the prequels versus the the original trilogy, uh, with the designs of everything from the bases, especially the vehicles. Vehicles were such a huge uh, difference. Look at a Naboo Starfighter versus a, a, an X-Wing or a, an A-Wing. You compare the ones from the original trilogy, and then you compare the It's like looking at a, a Walkman and an iPod. Yeah. The ones, somehow, in the pre-Empire uh, era of Star Wars, everything is cleaner and more angular, well-designed, smooth surfaces. And, uh, and then somehow, during this war between the Rebellion and the Empire, everything goes back to sort of kind of trashed and cobbled together. Well, now it had to be practical. It wasn't about the looks. Now it had to, like... Now you're in war, and it had to, you know... But they serve a purpose. But they still bring back a lot of the functional designs. For sure. Uh, you're a TIE fighter still looks like a TIE fighter. Yeah. But they painted it black and they put a red war stripe on it. And That's now boss. it looks boss. <laughs> it looks so cool. I was really I was really in favor of it. The stormtroopers uh, uh. In, in this movie look bad to the bone. Yeah. yeah. And subtle changes. But still immediately identifiable yes. as a stormtrooper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Neff? I really in uh, the ship design choices were really cool. Certain people's personal ships were very cool, mm-hmm. um, which I'll get into later. But uh, I think the way they designed them, you could tell which one was, you know, for the good guys and which one was the bad guys. I mm-hmm. thought that was really cool. I think it, it might have been color palette the way they did the colors, but um, other than that, it, it was it looked fantastic like you could tell you the might, menacing look I, and I think that anyone who's casually watched Star Wars knows the color palette is so key in Star Wars if you mm-hmm. compare A New Hope to Jedi to Return you know to Empire Strikes Back Tori is flapping her arms like I can't a, get into it now so oh, gotcha, 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 back gotcha. Is well Hoth but, well, but that's that's an interesting thing because you're comparing these different worlds and, and you have Tatooine which is very brown and earth tones and, and the binary suns and then you, you shift gears and you're now you're on the Death Star and, and it's all very sterile and gray and, and white and black then uh, in, in episode 5 you've got Hoth which is cold and then you shift gears to go to Dagobah and then you're on the Cloud City everything the, the locations are very much defined by stark palette changes uh, even the same thing when you 
you look at, at, at Jedi there back on Tatooine, compare that with the forest moon of Endor. Um, so, so all these different vast changes. This movie brings us to a, a very similar palette with a Tatooine, but it's not Tatooine uh, in this movie. And then we compare that uh, later on in the movie with some of the different locations, which I don't want to spoil anything or tell anything, but, but really unique, creative. Like I felt like I was seeing a new world for the first mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Which is cool because, uh, oh, how do you say this without, I'm not trying to spoil anything, but one of the characters that is on this journey with you is experiencing the same thing. So as you're seeing these new worlds, so is this character, and it's like, ah, we're in this together. So this character becomes even more relatable, maybe in that aspect, than Luke Skywalker ever was. Mm -hmm. Because Luke Skywalker goes from... I'm on this, you know, dust ball of a planet. If there's a bright center of the galaxy, this is the furthest place from it to now I'm in this Death Star run. But we never see like the wonder of him going, wow, this place is really cool looking. By the time we go to any interesting locations other than Yavin for a minute with Luke Skywalker, he's already seen the galaxy. We're already an empire. So we don't have the whole, although Luke is the the character that we're supposed to kind of see the wonder of what we're going through. I, I don't think that we, I think that we discover the force through Luke, but we don't discover the, the galaxy. Mm-hmm. So uh, they, they did a really, really good job, I think, of communicating the, the sense of wonder from that. Stephen, what do you think? Uh, you kind of touched on what I was going to say, and without getting without getting into it, I just I like the idea that they're still keeping it new, but keeping it as a reminder as well. So like you have many places in this movie that are are new to us and that we're experiencing for the first time but are still throwbacks mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. to the original trilogy in a way to kind of keep things similar and and keep it a, an existing and a repeating theme but still making it new and fresh for the audience. This is a potential spoiler. So Give me like 15 seconds if you want to just push the fast forward button uh, here. You can skip over what I'm about to say. It's not a real big plot point or anything like that. It's kind of an, uh, an obvious setup. But I'll, I'll say this. the If you compare the resistance base in this movie uh, and throw it back, although the location is very different, it's set up very similar yes. to the way that Echo Base was on Hoth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Giving it a pause. If you're back now, I'm done talking about that thing I just talked about. So uh, (laughs) just a real quick thing. I don't know that it was a spoiler. I mean, I think that you know that there's going to be a war in this Star Wars movie. But I I really appreciate that there there was some consistency between even though the feel of the movie changed and the the look of the movie changed. There's still those common elements that you go back to. I want to go dig in my toy chest now and pull out some of these these old things I want to I I have not had to discard the treasures of my memories and my nostalgia in order to experience this movie in the fullness I don't know that I got that same experience from from the the prequel movies uh, other than just the sort of hey look this guy's here too you know Muppet Baby Star Wars look we were all kids together yes of course Anakin made 3PO (laughs) 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 <laughs> Sorry, that makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no reason for him to do that. He's yeah. a protocol droid. He doesn't need to help his mom wash dishes. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I think that's that's one of the things that, that was the fault of the prequels was that we were not trying to tell a story as much as we were just sort of, you know, getting us to connect the dots. It, it felt like I think they, they weren't honest. Like, they, it was almost when something happens and you know this happened, the, the dish is broken and you caught a little kid and you say, what happened? And then they have to make up a story to explain it. And it doesn't quite cover everything. You're only seeing it from a limited perspective, and you're not even 100% sure it's the truth. That's the way I feel about the prequels. Mm-hmm. Uh, as opposed to this one, when I realize on this one, we're seeing more of what happened. And and it definitely starts you off. What's the time frame between Episode 6 and Episode 7? 
I would assume 30 years, however long it's been since episode 6 and episode 7. Okay. Like, so, in, in reality. So, I mean, that was about 40 years. Oh, like the actual not, time? No, it's about, it's about 40 years been, since I think it's been 30, 32 or 31 years since uh, since Jedi. Yeah. And, uh, 83? And two years, 70, or 2017 will be 40 years since A New Hope came out. So. But I'm, I'm talking from the, the yeah, end to yeah. now. So, but so, they didn't make, like... Um, Leia and Han aged appropriately, so like however long, it's probably mirroring the actual. I, feel like, I, I agree is that with what you. We're saying, I, I, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. saying. Like they're, they're that, up, yeah. everything's appropriate, and that was one of the things that I really appreciated was they let Heia, yes. Leia and Han age yes. appropriately. <laughs> they didn't try to uh, make Leia out to be like they, we're in any danger of get her getting thrown into a slave girl outfit. <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna right. be it's not gonna be set six months after the the mm-hmm. events of Jedi. She was she was Leia. She looked like she was old enough to be someone's mm-hmm. mom. You know, she looked like she was old enough to be the the old veteran of you know that it's seen all the wars and then had lived mm-hmm. this life and 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 Han uh, was definitely the old version of Han. They did a better job at letting him be old without having to talk all the time about like oh my goodness I'm getting too old for this I'm creaking and, and, and it's, it's a hard time like they did in <clears throat> pardon me Kingdom of the Crystal something or other. <laughs> I didn't see that one. So, <laughs> what? Uh-huh. so um my brain. <laughs> what what are your other, uh, any other thoughts that you can share without without being spoiler tastic? No, I, I really don't. I, I, I enjoyed the villain. I'm, ex- oh. I'm, I'm excited for people <gasps> who haven't seen the movie. Kyle, Kylo I, Ren? Kylo Ren. I think the villain was really cool and well done and interesting. Interesting. Which yeah. They, Even more compared than Darth to, Vader? Compared to the prequel villains or the main villains from the prequels, it was definitely more to him. And I enjoyed that. I, well, the, I believed. Um, I'm sorry, Tori. Go ahead. He had so much more personality than like anybody, all the others, and it was oh, it was so good. Yeah, I, I we'll agree. get more into that later. Too. I, I believed his conflict yes, more than I believed the conflict instantly. of uh, Darth Vader. Yes. Certainly, the conflict oh. of Darth Tyrannus and Darth Maul was just really a, a Darth Maul was a puppet. Uh, yeah, he was a, a he set was cool. piece. He was cool. He was cool. He, he, was cool. Any... he was cool looking, and he had yeah. a cool lightsaber. They, they never gave him an opportunity to be developed. No. Yeah, but he had no character. I mean, he was. No, no, totally I've, agree. I've heard a guy totally talk idiot. about how, if he was going to write the prequel trilogy, he would have kept them all alive all throughout the prequels yeah, and have him and have him be effective. a villain for Obi Wan that they both grow together, and you see them, yeah. you see the villain grow and the guy, good guy grow, mm-hmm. grow mm-hmm. to where when they finally get to their last battle it's yeah, yeah. epic yep. and yep. I wish they would have done that yeah no but we had to give a chance for Christopher Lee to hobble around and yeah. uh, hey he was, he was hobbling like, around we've, at we've got Yoda the shortest Jedi we've got Christopher Lee the tallest Sith <laughs> so they, they gave uh, they gave Darth Maul a I don't think it's canon but they gave him a, a comic book origin which I, I think that cool. I think that Darth Maul is and the stuff that happened in between if I'm not mistaken they bring him back in the Clone Wars I believe so yeah. like half man half the robot show, spider right? yeah. uh and I don't know oh, if that's yeah. canon or not. I think, I think that Clone is. Wars is considered canon. Because he fought Darth Vader, I, Darth Vader in a comic not in the comic book. book. Yeah, that I, was not real. I can't tell. What's, I think with canon. Yeah, I don't. I don't think anymore. that one counts. I, mean, I, I, I think hard, that once once Marvel uh, once Disney bought Star Wars and Marvel started producing the comic book, the new Marvel comic books are considered canon. Okay. Yeah, and it's it's hard to say what's canon because you had like the books like the Thrawn trilogy, well, and they threw which them were, all out. Yeah, which were canon, and they threw them out. I had put on Facebook the other day. I had seen someone that posted something that seemed spoilerish, and I kind of freaked out. and Was like. Ah, you know, through my phone. I didn't want anything to do with it. And I, I, and 
I, I had commented on on Twitter because it's harder to spoil something on Twitter. You don't, you, I don't scroll down. So I just tweeted quickly, uh, Hey, you know, why are people spoiling this thing? It's only been out for like 12 minutes. Come on. Shame and on you. someone had commented on my Facebook that I saw it later on and said, is it really that big of a spoiler? Don't they have the books out already? And so I was like, no, the, uh, the, there are books that, that were follow-ups to the original trilogy, but now none of that counts. And I'm thinking about this so much of what we know about star Wars right now, has been thrown to the wayside, and and not that it erases anything that that already exists, but how many Star Wars movies are there? Six. Four. There's seven. Well, seven. seven. Okay, we don't four. count. We don't count the first one. Good call, Phantom Menace. Yes. There's six. Yeah. No, but there, there's I said four. <laughs> but, but it's been for the past fifteen years or ten years or there's been six Star Wars movies. Now there's seven. There's a whole new trilogy that's happening. The the things the Wikipedia page needs to be updated. There's new yeah. things to consider. There's new characters. There's new lore. There's new relationships. And 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 and, and it and it changes. It'd be like this. What if we had a Bible study and I said turn to the book of Fourth John? You're like, well, what what? It's like, yeah, it's in there now. It's like, well, there's never been one before. Exactly. It's like we just we you don't just add something like that to to something that's. uh, But the game has changed a little bit, and that can be very unsettling. But I think that they've done a really wonderful and masterful job with this movie. Again, we're talking while we're still our fingers still smell like popcorn butter, and we're we're still excited about the movie. But Mm. um, yeah, Christian approves. I don't don't see my my opinion changing, but I definitely think. uh, there, there is some post-game hype when, when you come out of a movie like that. Yeah, I, I know that I'm, I am prone to, to hyperbole post-theater uh, experience. Um, but, uh, okay, and I, I'll confess, if you want full confession, I liked episode one when I saw it in the theater. I never really super, super liked episode two uh, when I saw it in the theater. But then I liked episode three. I mm-hmm. thought episode three was the prequel that we were kind of waiting for wasn't it still was not even remotely on the level it's my favorite yeah it, to me it's, it's the best of the three favorite. yeah it, to, well, to like, me episode three is like okay I, I, I'm used to eating at like fancy five star restaurants and, uh, and and that's my that's my original trilogy but then someone feeds me out of a trash can lid for two movies and then finally someone brings me to McDonald's, McDonald's it's yes. not on the same <laughs> level of the original but I'm so thankful He's that not I'm not wrong. eating like the fish bones off the trash can lid yeah. like Cliff the cat you know she's not wrong Tori what, what, what what's your thought you kind of seem to be I was reacting there going to to put in the original I don't know how relevant it is now the first animated series like the hand done animated clone series wars. on Cartoon Network there's like a couple versions of the Clone Wars cartoon yeah well it was just called I think the main one the main one was those 3D animated the hand drawn animated series yeah those are canon did awesome. they, wait, wait, wait. Did they do a hand-drawn animation? Yes. yes. It was they hand-drawn? Were, they, it was a mini-series made out of 15-minute segments. No, no. I, I, I remember when minutes. the Clone Wars first came out, they were a little five-minute segments. Five, yeah. Yeah, they were five but they weren't minutes. hand-drawn. They were 3D. They weren't hand-drawn. They were 3D. Yeah. Mm-mm. Oh, no. We're talking about we're talking about hand-drawn. They were made by the same people who made Samurai Jack. You need so to watch good. it. <laughs> Tony, it's okay. If you're the kind of person who then responds poorly when someone else is excited, because I know people like that, let you watch oh, it and decide for this. yourself. I thoroughly. I'm thoroughly watching this. I remember. I remember watching this because okay. I remember that this this episode that I'm just kind of scrolling through right now. Very good. I remember seeing the Asajj Ventress Dark yes. Tyranus battle. Yes, mm-hmm. that's what. Yeah, it is. I do and remember watching it. But that's I think when you meet no original Grievous. actors. <laughs> later on, yeah, I don't. I don't think they did. When they later on, they, they came out with the Clone Wars full length animated one. They yeah, kicked it off with the animated movie. I remember that because Christian and I went to go see it when he was little. Yeah, and it was the Obi Wan. 
an Anakin go rescue Jabba the Hutt's son or something yeah, like yeah, that. that was I've never I've never seen any of those. That was when that was when Anakin um, got like a, an apprentice or something, the chick. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, stupid. That Ashoka. Yeah, it was dumb. No, we wa- I watched the hand drawn one. They sh- they introduced General Grievous and they yep. it's kind of cool a little, little bit because they kind of show how he gets the cough like mm-hmm. he has in the third movie. They oh, show so how he gets that. I, no, I've never it's seen so it. Cool. I've never seen it, but I, I know that there are people that I know that love Star Wars that say that's the better Star Wars story than the movies were. Yes. They say oh, that even yes. those yeah. those the full Clone Wars things because they went into so much of the extended universe. How did General Grievous get the cough? If, to me, I, I always just assumed that he was a prototype for Vader. Dude. I just always assumed that it was like he, he was put in the breathing costume so, can, can Tori say what Please, happened oh my gosh awesome. I guess I guess spoilers for a 10 year old the very cartoon? last episode of this animated series so was a bunch of Jedi's cornered in a shipwreck and By they General send Grievous. in this terrifying thing and it's General Grievous and he's like is he all armored up like he is in the movies yeah yeah, but yeah. his voice is different he's like Jedi. Yeah, he's like chill, here. right? He's he's he's, he's all super good. Creepy. And he's like spiding all around, like, oh my gosh, he's got four arms. I was everybody's freaking out. It was like the most like he's hanging on one leg. It was the most like adrenaline pumped legs. fifteen minutes of my entire life. <laughs> so one of the Jedi's like, you know, he reaches out and he crunches his, you know, his I guess Mace his Windu. Lungs. Mace Windu was crushes Mace his rib cage. Of course, it's thing. Mace Windu. And then he's like, oh, 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 so Mace Windu flies off, but everybody else, I think, is he, dead. He escapes with the with Chancellor Palpatine. That's how he gets Palpatine. That's oh. they show his little yep. backstory. So there you go. Mace Windu crushed his windpipe. Mm-hmm. Oh, but uh, the shock T. It's like the one Someone. thing that Mace Windu ever did in the movies. Exactly. I guess. That he was he was really awesome in the animated series, though. He was so. really cool. Yeah, did George Lucas do the animated series? I Probably feel not. Like he Probably did. not. I don't know. No, he yeah, was no. good, so he wasn't. <laughs> no, I don't believe that at all. So, uh, any other kind Sorry. of spoiler-free last... No, don't apologize. We're talking Star Wars. And I'm actually a little bit surprised that you know uh, about Star Wars. I would have never kind of associated you with, uh, with but that, was that really universe. You don't remember when I called that, that line from Han Solo that nobody else see like, yeah... I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I know. I know. <laughs> I, I, I believe in you. I believe in Tori. In the man I hate being right all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I hate being. Man, I, when was that in? Because I, I, I just recently rewatched A New Hope. And that was episode. That was episode five. I don't know. We'll see, I just I was looking for it. For you know, Tori. Okay, okay, okay. Now we got to get into the spoiler part because uh, because something just you just brought something back to my mind. I'm gonna die. So anything else? Not anything else? Spoiler free that we can sort of share reviews. We've given it no, grades. No, no, I must uh, give uh, everything. If you're still out. listening to us, just stop and pause the episode right now. Your phone, your computer, whatever it will save this location uh, of the episode. Now go see the movie. Go see the movie. Go see the movie. Go see the movie. What Enjoy. should they do? Go, go see, see the, the movie. movie. And, and then come back right now because we're going to talk about things that actually happened in the movie. We're going to wait 10 seconds. Enjoy the movie, guys. We're going to wait in silence for 10 seconds. This is actually happening right now. After this 10 seconds, it's all bets are off. We're talking about this thing. We're going to talk about this movie. We're going to talk about this movie. We're going to t- I'm going to tell you what happens, when it happens, where it happens and to whom it happens. Put your headphones in. All and you're bets are off. Out the theater. I, I hate spoilers. I hate spoilers. What do you hate? I hate spoilers. Oh yeah, and They're the pickles. worst. But <laughs> what do you hate? Most spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> spoilers for the rest of the Star Wars movies, or get a glass of pickles to pour and on mayo. You. Yeah. Uh, so I don't like mayo either. That's right. Thank you, son, for telling everybody my business. But um, you're welcome. But we're going to talk about spoilers. Ten second pause right now. Kylo Ren is Ben Solo. Oh my goodness. Uh, Kylo Ren. Why would you bring uh, that up? Okay. 
yeah, way to when, jump off with. <laughs> I can't believe that they actually put that out there. Like, and, but and like, and not even like put it out there, but put it out there like in the beginning of the second act. And that's like, what I'm saying. I can't believe that they revealed that in the first movie. I mean, they even waited till the end of the second movie to tell us that 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 Vader was Luke's father, and even then, we didn't know if we believed him or not. Well, to be fair. In A New Hope, George didn't know that Vader, that he was his father. So. That is true. No, nobody else did either. But I, yeah. So, so Kylo Ren, the villain of the movie, yes, is Han Solo and Leia Organa's son. 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 That's Bad. why he has the Force power because because Leia. Because of Leia, yeah. and he's doing this all because he wants to be just like Papa. Like he wants to be. He wants to be. He just wants to be just like Pop Pop. He wants. Just the very fact that you call it Pop Pop shows me that the force is not strong with you. <laughs> the force is strong with this Pop, one. Pop Pop, hold me. Uh, yeah, hold me. and and he brings that brooding, conflicted kind of want to like he he was so close to going into Anakin Solo terror Anakin Anakin, Anakin Starwalker Solo. Starwalker Anakin Starwalker. he was so close to going in Anakin Skywalker territory with his whininess, but he never did. He became more compelling, and and it was. Oh, and you my can goodness. tell that he's a loose cannon. Like, we, were, like, we were right there. We were right there with him. Uh, Tori, you're going to die. What? He's so good. He's so good. He's so good. His tantrums when he's like taking out the controls and oh, stuff. Yeah. Oh, it was perfect. That's and he amazing. totally got I, into a look of this dude's personality. You can I totally that he agree. sucks and he's off his nut. And then as soon as Han Solo walked out on that gangplank, I was like, no, no, no. No. Oh my gosh. No. I, t- I totally agree. But I had that spoil for me earlier today, so I was mad at that. Yeah, that's your own fault, man. <laughs> yeah, that that's is your own fault. fault. You should to the know. YouTube comments. Yeah, don't go to any comments fault. on anything. It had nothing to do with it the movie matter. at all. It doesn't your matter. Fault. We, you you gotta can go, go on, on to a my, blackout. You can go onto a My uh, Little yeah. Pony fan page and someone will say, uh, he's Ben Solo. Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. you a brony. Do you spend a lot of time on the My Little Pony fan pages? Absolutely Steven. not. Steven? I don't. Steven? I did recently buy a My Little Pony comic book. Is there something you're not telling us? But that was for us? my five-year-old niece. <laughs> Are you So they put you Steven? on a list. So, Twilight Sparkle's my so, favorite. So, yeah. So you have this situation where you've got, you got Ben Solo is Kylo Ren. Uh, he he freaks out at one of the officers. He has a very Darth Vader moment. Oh, so you know, you have given me bad news. And uh, I thought, okay, he's, he's going to turn around and he's going to just crush his windpipe and choke him. But instead, he just goes into this straight-on little baby boy tantrum yes. Yes. and starts slashing apart equipment. Oh, it's so good. And then, and, 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 but you can see him shifting out. I mean, he's absolutely off his nut, as almost, Tori said. Almost like a, like there's a great great scene in a, in, a, in a Batman story where the Joker is like goes into this big, like, evil diatribe and then so what's for lunch like it's like really like a real big change like i like that's what the first thing i thought of i, thought that was I love 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 the scene where he's in the interrogation room and he's freaking out and trashing stuff and the two stormtroopers are coming around the corner and they just stack like, up nope. slowly and then and then around. Around. turn around it was simultaneously a very serious look into kylo ren's character and it was a joke and it was perfect like this character oh Mm, so good, but different. Stop! You're inspiring me. <laughs> but different than than Darth Vader, who yes. had people living in absolute terror, or Anakin, who was also off his nut. But like, I mean, okay, so Anakin I, when he was a kid. But but Dar- Darth, Darth Vader. Vader to the Imperial officers, mm-hmm. like they they knew that Darth Vader and the Emperor were absolutely had them living in straight up terrible mm-hmm. terrible fear. This guy had, it was a different. It was a chaotic fear. Uh, you remember in at the beginning of Jedi when Vader's on the third or the second Death Star, and um, they, they they're like you know the Emperor is coming himself to oversee this, and they're like, 
Yeah. <laughs> he, goes, he goes from, it can't be done, Vader. Like, well, the Emperor is coming. You can tell him that. He's like, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll double our efforts. <laughs> yeah. Repair ship for ludicrous speed. <laughs> now, I, I have a lot to say. Uh, so Kylo is, Ren. This is the unpenching of the garden. So Kylo Ren. Wait, wait. Speak with intentionality and re- relax. Relax. Try to get your pills and go. Okay. Drama. So I think Kylo Ren is one of the best developed villains in the Star Wars franchise besides, well, even considering Darth Vader with the prequels wasn't the best developed, I think even in this one movie, you see a lot of his personality, but then also because we saw his personality is kind of shaky, I think that opens up a lot for the next movies, especially because at the end you heard, was it uh, Snoke? Is that his name? Snoke. Yes, yeah. he's he, the pseudo emperor. Yes, for, he said. This trilogy. Now it's time for him to complete his training. I think that's interesting because you have this guy who's absolutely insane, but he's still conflicted on the inside. But now, even though he this whole movie, I guess he was just an apprentice and he wasn't actually a ma- a, a Sith Lord. I guess I, I hope that they conti- that they make him a Sith Lord in the next movie. I I think that'd be really cool, but. I think we're past the yeah. Sith. I don't think I don't think it's Sith. I think it's just like uh, the one girl whose name uh, escapes me. The really old, the thousand year old lady, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. she's like, you know, at one point Boston. they were called the Sith, and then the Empire. Now it's the the fr- first, uh, order. first order. Yeah, it's, it's it's the idea that the dark side is just there, and they just right. you have to th- think of a name for it. Why may I, I mean he doesn't have to be a Sith Lord. I I just think that if he has the powers of Sith Lord, because at the beginning of the movie. I absolutely, because Tony said, don't react crazy at this movie or I'm going to be mad at you. But bro, when Poe shot that laser, that that beam at him and he just stopped it in oh. midair with the force. For real. I, inside, outside and, I was just sitting there smiling, but on the inside I was exploding. Well, Seriously. And not, not only stopped it, but stopped it and just kept going on with conversations and He didn't put his hand down either and it was still up there. It was just sitting there and he was just like, and then at the end when he goes on his ship and it just, it like just goes without him even like having to move his hand again. He's just so OP, but he doesn't know how to control it. And I think that's really cool, especially later on after he gets all of his training done and completes his training when he can control it. At, well, like now we see him as a loose cannon because he's a crazy guy who has great power but doesn't know how to use it fully. When he gets to that point when he can use it fully, we're just going to have one of the best villains we've seen since Darth Vader. Yeah. I think he's almost like a reverse Anakin because you have the the prequels where Anakin is light, so to speak, and going through this but has a little bit of dark in him. And that's what's kind of causing his transformation, and it's exploited. And then you got Kylo, who is dark. I mean, like, really, really dark, but has a little bit of light in him. And that's his, I think that's going to be more of an inner conflict than a, like, let's try and manipulate this guy that it's his own struggle. But, you know, this is the thing that I think is masterful about the way this movie executed this. In uh, Jedi and Empire, you, well, not really even so much in Empire. It really all happens in Jedi, where it's like, I still sense good in you, Father. Uh, You know, you can still come back to the light side. and, And we see this because Luke is telling us this, but we don't really see anything in him except 
until the very very end. There's there's right. subtle hints like okay, I'm supposed to kill you, but I'm not going to kill you. But we don't we don't see Vader really struggle with the balance mm-hmm. between light and dark side until the Emperor is killing his son with the you know zappies, and he goes, uh, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. No. I'm going to go with this guy. No. And, <laughs> but when 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 Ben Solo is standing on the bridge with Han Solo, <sighs> and he goes and to hand him his lightsaber. And Han Solo goes to take it from him, and then he you see tightens, him tighten his grip. He doesn't let gr- he doesn't And let you go, go, oh, you really do, you feel the struggle. And and I think that you really feel it because you see him struggling with it in private moments. Yes. You see him when he, when he stands with Darth Vader's melted helmet, and he's like, you have to give me the strength because like, I, I, I feel the, the struggle. In yes. And, and so he he's trying to be... A better bad guy. If if I if I had not if they had not had that scene of him talking privately with the Vader helmet, I would not have believed him at the end with Han. I would have thought it was just a, a con. It's like, oh yeah, come over here. I think I'm gonna be good. And then, you know, with um, they they gave a little exposition because they were saying how he was kind of they kind of felt that he was gonna turn to the dark side. Uh, Leia and and Han. They were talking about how they tried to give him to Luke. To help train him, and that, that was and when then, I was in the bathroom. Too much like his grandfather he is. Yeah, yes. he turned, and then he turned, which I thought that was really cool because they tried to get him to be a Jedi, mm-hmm. but he ended up turning despite Luke's teaching. Well, th- and that's an interesting thing because the same thing happened to Anakin, Anakin exactly. And, and Obi Wan dealt with that in a in a. I'm I'm going to shut myself away from everybody too. Yeah, I'm going to watch over mm-hmm. the boy. But uh, you know, I, I, this is my guy. This was my responsibility, and I failed. Um, and, and I, I see that Luke probably takes it hard on himself because he's not only blaming himself for what happened, but he's also carrying the burden of, you know, Ben and what. It's his nephew. Uh, it, it's not. It's his nephew, but he's carrying the burden of, uh, of Obi Wan failing his father as oh. well. Both, both yeah. Bens. Uh, both okay. Bens. You know. So who is Snoke? I want Darth Plagueis the wise, and he was actually alive the whole time. But I think that you noticed. I know that Stephen noticed uh, the distinct scarring on his head. Yes, mm-hmm. familiar. Uh, Kylo. I mean, granted, it's a different place. I that, as soon as I as soon as as soon as Kylo got that scratch on his face, I just it, I'm sure it's nothing. I'm not saying that like it's it's anything extravagant but I just I noticed that maybe it's a dark side thing like there's a significance to the scarring well you don't remember when uh, Anakin had his helmet removed at the end of uh, Jedi oh, that yeah. he had the same he had the gash that went over the top of his his skull yeah, I, huh. I, 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 are you I saying that he's like a reanimated I, I don't know <laughs> I am lost for words I don't know I mean I need to rewatch Jedi in again. the book series they brought back uh, they had a clone of Emperor Palpatine I, I don't know I'm, I'm just saying it's there's a possibility uh, that I, mean, I don't know. It could go any direction. I, I think that if it, they went in the direction of clones, part of me would be disappointed. Part of me would be like, well, I mean, it makes sense within the context of the universe. By the way, no mention that I could tell of, of anything to the prequels except for when the comment was made to the uh, to the first order leader, and he's like, "Oh, you know, if you you're inspiring loyalty in your le- in your stormtroopers, they're all leaving you. Would you like to go back to using clone troopers?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. And they didn't, like they didn't that. say midichlorians once. They That's did awesome. <laughs> they said the force is strong with you. I can feel it. You got to feel it in the energy. Don't pull the midichlorians out. But I thought that was cool. An interesting like, thing yes. is is Finn force sensitive. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Can I, can I talk about? Can we talk about Finn? Because I, sorry, 
I mean, sure, go for it. I think Finn has some of the best character. De- I'm really the character development in this movie was fantastic. Finn right. goes from like this cowardly uh, stormtrooper to by the end he has something to fight for, so he gets he gets courage. I think that's awesome for reals. Well, you know that Finn is on like that same kind of journey that Han Solo was on. Yes, you know he goes yeah, from I, I'm trying to protect himself to uh, now I'm trying to protect. Less selfish. I got, to I got real real quick into the movie. I realized I was going into it expecting Finn to be more the Luke character. Me too. As soon as soon as you get uh, Ray's little introduction, I got, nope. It's Finn is a Han and and she's a and she's a Luke. She's finding herself. He's he's discovering who he's not. I thought it was going to be the opposite based on the trailers, but then I thought they did a good job actually making it like that. And I know that it's not canon. I know that it's not from the movies, so you can disregard most of this. But from what I understand just in, in my light reading over the years, and this goes back years ago, the kind of backstory that they had for uh, Han Solo was that he was originally part of the Empire, that he was, I don't think he was a stormtrooper, but he was definitely in some kind of uh, flight training, officer training, whatever, uh, ended up making this choice or that choice on Coruscant, got booted out, sent to the spice mines of Kessel, and he was rescued uh by Chewbacca, that's how they kind of came in with one another. But Han Solo has uh, an Empire-based past as well. I think they they explain that maybe in Shadows of the Empire. I'm trying, to, or maybe I'm getting confused with Dash Rendar. But again, that's all mm. expanded universe stuff and probably doesn't even count or matter. Oh, I don't want, and I didn't want um, Finn to be Force sensitive. I don't know, like, as it was going on, like, as it was progressing, like, I kind of don't want it to be just, like, and you get the Force, and you get the Force. But, the, but that's you know what I mean? Like, yeah, what everybody gets it, it kind of cheapens it. Yeah, I, but, I wanted Because last be, time we saw a whole bunch of people that were Jedis, it didn't really matter. It didn't mean anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I wanted him to have his own... I kind of liked it that he wasn't Force-sensitive. He was his own hero without needing to be and a that, Jedi. And that, to me, is the greatest swerve in this movie. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. in all the marketing, you see him with the lightsaber standing mm-hmm. across from Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. On the posters, you see him with the lightsaber in front of his face. And, and all he was doing stick. was holding it for Ray. Exactly. Yeah. And that was a great moment. Please talk about My Rey. goodness, you think Kylo Ren... Ugh is powerful he's got a serious issue with this chick because she doesn't even have any training no training no training and once once she figured out a great moment was when he's trying to extract from her mind and she she goes into his mind that was awesome freaking also and she's like you're you're afraid you're not gonna be as good as Darth Vader and I'm like oh this chick is awesome we have another problem with her because she was gonna kill him at the end there. Mm-hmm. I fully believe she was going to kill him. Really? And that's an issue because Jedi's don't do that. I didn't get that. And yeah. she, was she was standing a- over him like, don't do it. Do not. Don't freaking do I, it. I think I, I, I don't read I, that I, as more of a power move. Yeah, I, I could I, I could have seen she it going, going that way. I think kill. that she didn't go that way. But I love that moment where she went the force. And then she just stopped and had yeah. her little meditation moment. Yeah. And it was like, oh, by the way. Over nine thousand, you yeah, know. Dude, this yeah. chick is legit. And you can see the fear in Kylo. Like he's he was kind of, he was angry. He was angry but at the same time. Like especially when he was interrogating her. I don't know if you guys noticed it, but his eye would twitch every once in a while when he when he realized that she had the force. Oh yeah. You see a little, like, uh, just a sudden, uh, very, very, very tiny. It was flash it was of very fear. good acting. Yeah. It was very good acting, and she, she but like, she called flinch. him out. She's like, and, yeah, you're afraid. You and see she, him flinch. And she's fantastic. And fear leads to anger. And, and anger leads, leads to hate. hate. And hate well, leads to stop suffering. it. Okay. I loved that he was angry. <laughs> it's yeah. going back to what we were talking about earlier, but I loved that he was just full on, didn't care. This kid was pissed all the time. <laughs> He's got anger. It was perfect yeah. because yeah. he was such 
on the dark side. It was like he was definitely dark because side. Darth Vader wasn't angry enough as Darth Vader. Luke was more like. angry than yeah. Because like when Yoda's, he's like, I can't train him. He's impatient. He's angry. Yeah. But that's yeah. what's happening. That's what we see. We, I, I think that you see that exact opposite of where Luke ended up going in in Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren yeah. is is the guy that faced the same crossroads as Luke and Yoda on Dagobah, only he went the way that Luke didn't go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, really really well done. Yeah. Uh, really well done. I love that Rey when she's in the interrogation chair and, mm-hmm. and she's like You're you want to <laughs> you want to loosen my restraints. Yeah, like what? And leave with the door leave the door open. It's like I'm going to lock I'm going to get them tighter and then the second time she does it he's like yeah. it's like she had to decide it's like oh, it's it's like she's it's like she's working it out like she had to look at the guy. It's almost as if the force awakened in her. Oh, at some huh. wow! Who would have thought? Her name. Her name. We'll go with the title. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just. I want to. I. I just want to know if they're trying to make us think too much about who she is, uh, with the the vagueness of where she came from. That her family left her on on like Jakku. How is she sensitive? Cryptic embrace between her and Leia at the end of the movie. Yes. Who, to my knowledge, they had not met yet. I don't think so. Yeah. But I mean, I know in the books, like the uh, the Thrawn trilogy, Leia had twins. Bro, yeah, but none of that this, counts. I don't think that counts. If and that's and not I think canon, and, and and I and I don't know if I would like that or not like I that. Totally don't want. But I, I think know. Kylo Ren seems a little too too old too like he's too old to be like her older brother. I had a I brief so. thought like I wonder if he's her father. I'm like, no, that's stupid. Her like it, is- it came over my head for one second because yeah. I think he knows who she is. I, I, I think, think it's, he too, did, it's too early to speculate. There was, yeah, there was a line. I don't think he knows who she is. I think that he knows that she's strong in the force. Uh, yeah. There's a line that he said, and I can't remember it now, that made me think that he might have an idea of who she is. Her uh, name is Ray Lars. You're the worst. But really, really well done. I love that she fit right in. She earned the respect that she got. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was great. And, and, just yeah, even, and not even like in the Force stuff where she's on the Millennium Falcon. And she knows how to fix it. And stuff. she knows how to fix yes. it. It's like, it's almost like the only thing that made me think she might have been like a relation to the Skywalkers was how like, and they set it up in the prequels, but they don't elaborate on it at all. How, Anakin how, how Anakin's like stuff. super, super smart with fixing stuff. And Anakin could, uh, had glimpses of the future, Shmi said. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. The That's island. Right. Yes, which I couldn't help but chuckle because it's a J.J. Abrams movie talking about an island. But when (laughs) when when he's reading into her mind and he tells her, trying to strike out vulnerability in her, Mm -hmm. says, "I know the way the the at nighttime you picture the ocean. I know about the island." She was seeing the island yes. from the end. Yes, Yes. wonderful, wonderful foreshadowing. And I and I and I got them like, oh man, this J.J. I so (laughs) badly don't want her to be related. Can I say oh, I, I they, they don't? That's the thing. They it doesn't need to, need to be just the the Skywalker family drama. Yeah. It doesn't need to be like all my children yeah. in yeah. the galaxy. And far, if they far do away. that, I won't be mad at it. I hope it's not. But if they do that, I won't. I won't be mad because I'm sure they'll they'll do it right. Yeah, but she doesn't need to be and I, Luke's I daughter. You know, I agree. she doesn't need to be anything like that. Let because the Force is awakening, and I think that's when when you have the dark side as the dark side diminishes. Uh, that's why you didn't see any Jedi for 20 years. It wasn't just because of Order 66 and they're all hunting them down. The light side of the Force became kind of quenched as the dark side became more powerful because it, the it whole theme of Star Wars is there's always balance. The whole mm-hmm. thing, thing of Star Wars is as the Sith 
arise, as the Sith become more powerful, as they reveal themselves to the Jedi. Then, then the Jedi power begins to diminish because balance is being thrown off. And that's why the whole prequel prophecy, that's why the actions in, in the original trilogy is returning balance to the Force and, and bringing the light side back into balance because it was out of balance uh, for, for so long. We see that now that things are going the other way. Now we see the the uh, proliferation, perhaps, because it, they, they said Luke was teaching students the way of the Force. Well, what, a new what happened? Yeah, what happened to the other generation? We know what happened to at least one of them. What happened? Kylo Ren. Yeah. I want to know. Maybe he killed them all. Did they they never his. named that guy from the beginning that that old guy's like look how oh, old yeah he's who was that i have yeah, a theory of who it is but I, it's just based on on well, he did so it don't matter yeah i was yeah. like i was Obi-Wan? really i was really hoping that oh, it was going to be wedge antilles <laughs> someone that's like familiar with the universe that would have that would know luke that grew with luke that's but. fantastic you could have definitely written any of the prequels hey look at that. muppet baby oh! uh, so Wait. listen we have we, we've got a lot of uh, of interesting little things here i'm looking at some of the cameos that were created i, I went to the imdp page uh steven got very happy because he recognized some jj abrams alumni yes. in the uh, the movie of course greg grunberg is one of the uh, x-wing pilots he calls he jj abrams calls him his like uh, golden goose yeah, if he puts him in something, it's always successful. He was on uh, Lost. He was the the pilot of Oceanic Flight Eight Fifteen. Uh, he was also Matt Parkman from the show Heroes. That's, I think that's where he's most famous for. Probably most recognizable. But he, he was in the movie in a neat little little cameo. Uh, you also had um, the, who's the other guy from uh, from Lost? Ken Young. Uh, uh, yeah, he. I can't remember his last yeah, name. Yeah, he was um, he was the guy that saw ghosts, right? Yeah, Neff hasn't gotten there yet. Neff's, Neff's watching lots. Just forget They're about Force it. Ghosts. We're in he's, this voice. We're in this. Uh, he sees uh, Anakin Skywalker episode. standing over by the fire. It was really weird. <laughs> the uh, young one. The young one. Like, who's this guy? A couple other you might not have been uh, aware no, of. Um, a couple of the stormtroopers. A couple of the first order troopers that were in there. Um, we had a cameo by Michael Giacchino, composer, mm-hmm. and uh, Nigel Godrich, composer. He did. Uh, huh. He did uh, Scott Pilgrim. A couple other different movies like that. Uh, Judah Friedlander was one of the uh, bar patrons, which I thought was. Uh, kind of a neat thing. Here's one. I'm, I'm looking down the list. Yeah, uncredited as a stormtrooper, Daniel Craig. Really? What? <laughs> what? That's so. awesome. He just starts beating people up. Yeah. Right, there you go. <laughs> uh, Who's stormtrooper. Storm. <laughs> um, blue milkshake and not stirred. Uh, <laughs> I thought you saying blue milkshake, and I got a little excited. There's a, you know there's a lot of a lot of cool things in there. I, I I like that they brought back some of the 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 characters. I love the cameo from Admiral Akbar. Uh, mm-hmm. I, they, yeah. They uh they they did a really good job. Um. I, I just I thought that that the familiarity of bringing some of those characters back, but not overplaying them, was like, great. Like the opposite of the prequels. I didn't need a whole like subplot with C3PO and R2D2 wandering around. You rusty bucket of boats. Episode I mean, I two style. I, I don't. I don't need that. I, don't, I love yeah. the. Uh, don't talk to me that way. Slaps him in the face. I liked even the minor characters that they brought in there. The Maz from from that planet. What was the um. Uh, when they when they went into that temple that yeah. the first order destroyed the thousand year old lady and I'm wondering I'm wondering if uh, she's similar not in like and race but similar like creatureness I guess as Yoda because Yoda was eight hundred years old in mm-hmm. Empire I don't think she's a Yoda no 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 I mean but from a similar type of because she's well over a thousand years old Yoda was eight hundred I mean I didn't know if, from a similar 
uh, from what I understand, and this is like way, way deep into the Star Wars universe, like the Force began with these like weird pseudo creatures that began using ah, the Force, and mean. that's what gave them prolonged life, and that's where Yoda came from. I wonder if she came no, from that she, same. Well, little... She she said that she, she was not a Jedi. She's like she well, just knows. I know the, I know that, and I'm just I'm wondering if that. If and you she... know who did her voice, right? Who the girl from uh, Twelve Years a Slave? Um, Really, Lupita uh, Nyong'o. Wow, yeah. she's so pretty. She's an awesome actress. Yeah. She is really well. And and the thing is, this like I know that was just kind of a voiceover part with with motion capture, but uh, that character really felt alive. Yeah, yeah. when she, she when she awesome. took Ray's hand, mm-hmm. and it was just like, wow, this is really amazing. Even when she was doing like the thing with the the, the spectacles, the zooming them in. Yeah, that was a. I liked and her. You've seen as many. And and, as and, I one, and once again, a little like uh, similar but different, like the little. Place that she has are very similar to the most Eisley Cantina. Like I, I like yeah. the, the the subtle but new things. I really I really enjoyed about the entire movie when it came to to Jaku, to even uh, uh, where the the base was. Like you know, it was very all about that base. One, you're all about that base. Thank you, son. No you, you always rebels. you always weigh in at the right moment. Um, I, one of the things that was that was really cool to me, and and I I was burned before. I, I've told the story about how we went we went when episode one came out prior to episode one to the Toys R Us for the midnight release of the toys. I have yet to purchase any action figures from episode seven because I've been burnt before, and you never know <laughs> what character is going to be uh, important, which ones are going to be. Uh, unimportant or which ones are going to be overinflated and and again spoiler this is our spoiler zone here so don't go waving your finger at me but the one that I kept seeing pop up over and over again was one of my big surprises of the movie Poe Dameron and I thought Poe Dameron is going to be like what's the deal he reminded me of Rick Ole and you guys don't know who Rick Ole is do you no because you didn't stand in line to buy all of the Star Wars episode one figures (laughs) I bought a Rick Ole action figure and I regret it to this day who the heck is that exactly he was (laughs) the pilot for uh, the Naboo Starfighter, and, oh, and, he, and, okay. and he was like not even important in the no. movie, but like, oh, you should buy the action figure. I didn't know who he was. I bought the action figure. I regretted it. He was not even he was not even actiony. It was put him behind. Is uh, Rick Oley's the worst? <laughs> Rick Oley's the worst. But but when when I saw the Poe Dameron, I thought, okay, I don't know who Poe Dameron is. I don't really feel like I'm gonna have a connection with this character. I want the guy with the lightsaber. I want the you know the girl with the BB-8. Okay, we'll we'll see what happens. And I'm like, no, dude, this guy is like hero. He's Aragorn in this movie. I mean, he's like the guy that's like he's the tough I have it all together guy that you're really really glad that he that's, was red that's leader, on your side black leader he was black leader bro that black x-wing though alright oh. I'm just like that x-wing is bad to Dude. the bone and and he and he was he made some first off one of the things that I really appreciated about J.J. Abrams that he did in Star Trek that nobody had ever done in Star Trek and remember growing up I was a bigger Star Trek fan I think for my formative years uh, as an educated consumer I was more of a Star Trek fan than a Star Wars fan one of the things that J.J. Abrams uh, did that nobody else did in Star Trek not in the TV shows not in the movies I'm holding one hand out in front of me flat pointing to the left I'm holding another hand out in front of me flat pointing to the right as if they are they're coming directly at each other think about two cars on a street approaching each other that was the way that uh, that every Star Trek ship to ship encounter ever happened laterally pointed straight at each other just like two ships would in the ocean or just like two cars would in the street or two tanks on a battlefield. Yeah. 
J.J. Abrams came at it a whole different way, and he broke the plane. It's like somebody actually told him that space was not flat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that you could break the flight plane and have two ships coming at each other upside down or in different directions or from mm-hmm. the top to the bottom. And that was one of the greatest things I think they did about this movie in the combat scenes and oh, the piloting scenes yes. is he broke that linear flight plane and had the swoops and had the camera following and the rotations. Uh, I caught myself squealing on Jakku when the Millennium Falcon comes up out of the Star Destroyer, cuts the engine, flips around, and then he can shoot. And I go, so cool. (laughs) And Flay's shooting, our Finn's shooting. And And the thing that was really cool is you could see, as excited as I was, the characters in the ship were also yeah. just so as excited. And he, they and come he, out yeah. and they're like, did you see what you did? That was really cool. That was really cool. And, and, and I just, going back, just because you brought up the Millennium Falcon in that scene, I love the way that they were able to take these reveals. Even yes. stuff that you knew was going to happen. Perfect. You see the Millennium Falcon in the first like teaser trailer. Correct. But when... When she's like, all right, we need to go to this ship. This is a great ship. But what about that one over there? Oh, that's junk. We're not going to use that. And it's then their garbage. ship blows up. All right, junk it is. And it just turns. And you don't. Even, you could just see it's like, I uh. wanted to But get keep up in mind, cheer. if they like, didn't <laughs> get in the Millennium Falcon, they would have never been rescued by Han and Chewie. Exactly. Yeah. And, I mean, it, so all it, all, it all works out. Pop this points. is one that every time I would see a moment of something that I recognize from the trailer... I never felt betrayed by the trailer. I never yes. felt like, oh, this I, I, this was ruined for me. Oh, here it is. I already know what's happening now. Every time I saw something in this movie that I was familiar with from the trailer, I felt like, oh, yeah. Now I get it. They had given me a small taste, and now I'm experiencing the full course. Mm-hmm. I guarantee, I'll, I'll bet you right now, uh, uh, Wawa sub, that I don't feel the same way when I go see Batman versus Superman. I that when, yeah. when I see those moments from Batman versus Superman, I'm just going to go, oh, uh, yeah, I saw this already. Tori, he's yeah. betting a Wawa sub. <laughs> Quick, hide. <laughs> so, and I think that that's, that's the, the movie... We're definitely oversaturated with Star Wars stuff. I mean, you can't buy a product in the grocery store. Here's my coffee creamer. Here's my shaving cream. Here's my uh, yeah, flamethrower. Yeah, yeah the, the breakfast <laughs> and cereal. And then the stormtrooper actually had a flamethrower. I was like, oh, yes, he did. That was cool. <laughs> I was like, how about the stormtrooper with like the electrified like Dude, nunchuck stick? Oh, that, that, could, that could stop a lightsaber. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. That was but awesome. there, but although we were inundated with Star Wars, nothing was ruined or spoiled. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't. And 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 let me tell you, my number one favorite thing about this on the lines of. Harvey Dent turning into Two-Face at the end of The Dark Knight because that was a nice surprise that they didn't put Two-Face on any of the commercials ahead of the movie Mm -hmm. or Ra's al Ghul uh, secretly being uh, Qui-Gon Jinn. They didn't put that (laughs) in the trailer ahead. I love that they avoided the spoilers for that that I never saw Ray holding a lightsaber. Yes. It's huge because I had a genuine moment of movie surprise and that is so rare and so delightful that it never happens I felt like I was being extra treated. Yeah. I felt like yep. when I ordered and 10 I chicken yourself. wings and they give me 12 chicken wings. And I'm like, for <laughs> me? <laughs> Neff. When, okay, I, I don't know if I missed it or not, but did Kylo Ren ever do the little thing like in the trailer where he does the little step and then he uh, does his lightsaber no. stick out thing? I, I, think I didn't see that. That was like that was like fodder. I think that, that was, happened off camera. They probably edited it out. Yeah, they it probably out. edited it out, but it was really, I, I was waiting for it. I was like, okay. Well, well in that do? scene when I, when I saw it in the trailer, I don't recall seeing Finn and Ray in front of him. No, it was no. just Finn. It was just but Finn. But no, and I think Finn. in the trailer, you don't see anybody. He's just kind of walking through like the snowy woods. Mm-hmm. So, and mm-hmm. I think that's why, because you hear it turn on off camera. So I think that they just may, yeah. may have shot it. Which but, is cool, which is fine. Yeah. And, and, and one of the other things that I really like, uh, going back to Ray with the lightsaber, is that she gets it, and you can tell she doesn't really know what she's doing. Like she's almost yeah. in, like she's defensive mm-hmm. rather than, and then when she kind of realizes she does has a meditation, when she's like, 
okay, I think I got the hang of this a little bit. And she's still sloppy. Like, she's mm-hmm. she's yeah. more powerful, but she's not like, it's not like episode one where you have these, and granted they're trained Jedi, these elaborately choreographed like lightsaber bike. It's almost like fence dancing. And that was one of the things that I really appreciated because they split the difference between the lightsaber choreography from the prequels and the original trilogies, where I had heard it explained, well, you see Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan and they're fighting in the fires of Mustafar and they're flipping all over the place yeah. and they're throwing and their cat, but then when we see Luke fighting against Darth Vader, or when we see Obi Wan fighting against Darth Vader in A New Hope, we see very uh, calm, very more classical, more Asian, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, stick fighting, mm-hmm. samurai based sort of movie combat, as opposed to you know the wire fighting and the crazy CGI stuff. And I think that this movie, the, the way that that was explained, was where well, you're not seeing uh, Jedi in the prime. What you're seeing is you're seeing an old man and you're seeing a robot. You know, you're seeing people that have been removed from having from the ability or the need to do those sort of things. You're seeing an untrained boy and they're both reserved in their actions because of the feelings that they're conflicted by. In this one, you saw them combating and, and lashing out not only their feelings, but you also get the idea that neither of them were trained in advanced lightsaber combat. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it felt instinct. very real. Felt very real. Felt very yeah. instinctive. And 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 another thing, going back to, I would have been disappointed if I saw them like all flipping and throwing yeah, the lightsaber exactly. and yeah. shooting lightning. And, and, and stuff another like, like that. contrast between the episodes, the prequels, originals, and then this one, in the the original, the Mustafar battle, you have this elaborately choreographed one, but for some reason, the one in A New Hope is more personal, and it's mm-hmm. it is not as elaborate. This one felt a little bit more on the personal level, like even though they don't have a history. It's she's angry. He's crazy. Why is she angry? She because because spoiler down. alert. He <laughs> he killed his father. He killed and stabbed Han Solo. And she was mad. And she watched because it. she developed a quick. That's pers- like she knew who Han Solo was already. Yeah, she's yeah. Like, I thought like you're Han Solo. Like everyone knew who yeah. Han Solo was. The, the the rebel general? No, the smuggler. And he, like, I, she I love that just she know knows Han Solo. Yeah, she for knows what he, for, for what, what he is. For what he is. Yeah. yeah. And, and that was really, really cool. And then he offers her a job, and she connects with that, and she's honored by that. And she has no family, so she sees, like, a father figure. So and that's Chewie like, likes her. And Chewie, and Chewie, and Chewie likes, likes her. And Ky- Kylo Ren also cut down Finn, and I think that also made her get emotional because she, her and Finn kind of have, like, a brother-sister relationship. And they and they came, and he came back for her. He came exactly, to so her. she really cares about him. And so. nobody's ever come back for her. And, and I think... Oh! Okay. All right, just, I mean, just stop right there. Stop, just stop, just stop. You're done. That's it. That's it. Good job, Steven. Oh my goodness, good Steven. Good job. You can, you can live on that one for 30 days. Great analysis. Uh, so, so I know that we've been talking about this probably longer than we we wanted to. I can talk for another hour. More. I know. One I'm so excited. Thing. There's more. They just blew up the stuff. They just didn't even think about it. They <laughs> blew it up. It's all about that like, race. The Hitler scene. Oh. Like they didn't even talk about it. I thought there was oh, going to yeah. be like some tent, like anticipation. No, that that fire. Go and everybody's dead. And I was like, "Well, there it is." And it blew five planets, not just and one. Did you and die? it used a sun. Can we? Oh my! Okay. Did you guys catch the name of that of that star killer? The star killer. Star but star it, made, killer. it made sense because it drew its fuel by yep. destroying a sun. Exactly. But in the original script for for Star Wars, Luke Skywalker's name was Star Killer. It was like it was like Luke and Anakin Star Killer. Star Killer. And and the, in, in fact, in the, the video <laughs> game that takes place prior to the original trilogy, which was the uh, Force Unleashed. 
the the J- Vader's uh, protege is called, is called Star, Star Killer. Killer. Gotcha. Yeah, so. and I just and I, I liked it, and I like like once again, you know, old but new. This thing was very Death Star esque, but it was it was organic too, so which is cool. like, which was an actual planet. wonderful design, and it was like a planet, like it wasn't just like it, it wasn't just a Death Star. It's not Star. like oh that's a moon, that's no moon. It's like oh that's a planet, no that's, no, that's, that's no yes, that it's a planet. planet, it's a planet ship. Yeah, it, and, and I, I I liked like once like I keep saying old but new, but like when they go onto the ship when they first capture uh what's his name i can't pronounce it uh oscar isaac the pilot yeah um po duncan po, po dameron po dameron po duncan uh, <laughs> who like had like a jersey accent he's like yeah. hey yo i'm gonna, I'm gonna fly well, I mean, my x-wing Ray, right up your tukas you know Ray, 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 yo yo Ray for no reason has again. a british accent and then finn ha- is british but has yeah, no john accent. boyega is speaking american john boyega is british i really was hoping he'd have a british because you don't see him speak in the trailers no um, I like when they. Oh, you go- see him is walk around the trailer looking confused. <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> accurate. Yeah. And uh, I, I like when they bring uh, Poe D'American onto the ship. And uh, Poe po D'Amico. <laughs> hey, I live on Forty Second Street. Come on over, my mom make you gabagool. And uh, when they bring him onto the ship, I'm like, this looks like. And you can definitely tell that whoever designed that was inspired by the Death Star because it looked like that when they have the Millennium Falcon uh, on the star well, on the Star Destroyer. Even Kylo Ren's landing ship Star looked like an Imperial shuttle, like a yes. big old tricked out Imperial shuttle. Yeah, yeah. all black with the V. That's mm-hmm. what I like. I was I saying earlier myself. in the pre in the pre spoiler mm-hmm. part. I think Kylo Ren's ship was so well designed to where it looked like obviously Kylo it looked Ren. like the Imperial it shuttle. Looked, it looked menacing, but it was just like, it was a big old V, and I'm yeah. like. Yeah. You know someone Russia. someone bad's coming down. There. But I if you look what I noticed when he had his hood down, the way his helmet is designed it's is very like a baby Vader. Vader. Yeah. Cuz oh, of the yeah, back the back that, of his helmet has like that roundness mm-hmm. and that cutoff. And it's like he's almost obsessed like with Vader. Yeah, I noticed yeah. that. So speaking of of characters, he's a fan girl. We we went over <laughs> Poe Dameron, we went over Kylo Ren, we've gone through Finn and Rey and the whole deal. One character that I was immediately attracted to prior to and then in the movie I'm like I, I was left wanting more, but not in a bad way. Uh, man, I can't wait to see more of Captain Phasma. Yeah, yes. who was very underused in the movie. Yes, very, I think about just like Tori said. Very, Tori said this earlier before we started recording. Very Boba Fett like. Yeah, and yeah. I mean the baddest mm-hmm. looking character because I'm sorry, Kylo Ren. You can compliment him on his helmet all you want to, right. but Captain Phasma looked bad to the bone. Oh and, yeah. And when she comes in and she begins speaking, which I thought that would be a little bit more of a, a spoiler than it was, but it was fine. Then I I'm knew okay that she was yeah, a woman no. going into it. Yeah. But she comes in and and one of the things that was kind of cool was. Was that she knew Finn? There was something that was said, and I think that she knew something was up with Finn ahead of time because she asked him to go turn in his weapon for inspection. Mm-hmm. I think that she knew that he never fired mm-hmm. when they were on, yeah. on the planet. Yeah. See how many bullets. Yeah, he I, I think it would, which is an interesting thing because she was the one that knew who he was immediately when they come back to the uh, to the Star Killer. Yeah, you know, she, he's not even in his uniform, but she knows who he is. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the, the, he she knew he had no aberrant behavior, which is kind of kind of thought it was cool. They showed his little baby picture on the yeah. screen. You know, kind of. An, I wonder if that was really John Boyega. I, I, I'm sure. I, it I'd was. be curious I, if that I, was. But but she was, she was not, she was underused. And I was waiting for the the moment when they kind of come in and they've got the gun to her and they make her drop the shields. I was waiting for her to be like, "Here's my secret gun, pew pew pew," yeah. and we're gonna like have a fight and I'm gonna kill Han Solo. To me. I was not surprised that Han Solo died. No, no. Does it doesn't mean that I'm Me super neither. smart. Well, you weren't because you but can't stay spoiled. off the internet. Yeah. And and I, and I go back. I had lunch with my buddy today, and we were talking about the emotions and the feelings that we've had from previous movies. He has not yet seen uh, Force Awakens, and he remembers uh, going to see Jedi or Empire rather. And at the end of that movie, uh, 
Han Solo is frozen in carbonite and he's left uh, stunned because to him that's his friend. Han Solo is right. his buddy. Han Solo yeah. is the guy who saves Luke Skywalker yeah. on on Hoth. He's the guy that saved Luke Skywalker on the Death, Death Star. Star. Han Solo, yeah. you know, Luke Luke owes Han, you know, big time. But yeah. you have at the end of the movie, he's frozen in carbonite. He was talking about reading an uh, uh, an article maybe in Starlog, and uh, this has become a little more well known since then. That the reason they did that is because Han Solo may not want to come back for for Jedi that he didn't want to do any more movies. So mm-hmm. basically they froze him in carbonite to give him an out yeah. that, that, that he could still kind of show that he was frozen in there, but he wouldn't necessarily have to come back for the third movie. Uh, Han Solo, like Mr. Spock needed his moment to, to come in there and die. That was the mm-hmm. thing at the end of uh, this uh, wrath of Khan, Khan is that yeah. every, Spock wanted, he wanted his out. Leonard Nimoy wanted his out. So he, he's going to die. Well, then people spoiled it pre-internet. How did they do that in the 80s? I don't know. They sent out paper letters to everyone. Spock, go and die. But <laughs> they, had, they, had, they, they had the word out there. So what did they do at the beginning of uh, Wrath of Khan? They kill Spock right in the first like five minutes of the movie. But it was, aha, just a simulator. So all those people that, that had kind of had it spoiled for them, that Spock's going to die in this movie, they realize, oh, it was just a simulator. Let's let our guard, guard down. down. Then in the movie, yeah. they kill Spock. Yeah, for and real. They, and they did that because Leonard Nemo wanted to have that death he didn't even want to come back for wrath of khan at all until the director said how would you like to to kill off spock and he's like all right let's talk so uh, that was the, <laughs> put that and that was the same thing so harrison ford had as good an end as you're going to have in this oh, movie he ain't coming back as a force ghost i mean so we we got yeah, that and, oh. and what he did was purchase us the best and most fearful and unlikable and Compassion or sympathetic villain that we've ever had in a Star Wars movie. Yeah, because Kylo if to kill, Ren to for kill your own I father. Freaking! <laughs> I have the biggest villain crush on this guy. Like, whoo! I love and, Kylo. Now, Ren. now I'm whoo. sitting in between my son and and the lovely Tory line, <laughs> and uh, when when they're standing on the bridge and and he strikes Han and there's that moment and then Han reaches up and just touches the side of his face. Oh, gosh. Tori reaches over and she puts her hand on my hand. She knew I was having a daddy moment. She knew I was struggling right there. She just reached over and just just put her hand on my hand. Christian way to put his hand on your hand, My hand was on my mouth the whole time. I was like, why? They just killed Han Solo? No, no, no. no, Tori did that. If you ever kill me with a lightsaber, son, I'm going to come back as a force ghost and haunt you. Don't, Don't do it. You strike me. But, but here's the thing: powerful. he's come back more I, powerful. Than he's going to come back at his thirteen-year-old self. And I'll stab you with it. Yeah. How about that? You come at me with your <laughs> flea market lightsaber. I'll, I'll force send you to your room. Uh, uh, so last uh, last thoughts, guys. I know we've been talking about this. We could probably, we're going to continue talking about this probably once we once we sign off again. If you haven't seen this movie, I don't know why you're listening to our spoiler time yeah, right if now. You're, you're still ruining listening. This. You're, you really you're way too far. What is wrong? Maybe you really love spoilers. Is there anything that we've missed? If there's something that you have comments, if there's something that you want to add to the conversation is there something that you want to uh, say oh my goodness I couldn't believe in this uh, don't go posting it up on our Twitter give it a couple days and stuff like that figure it out but email us at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com let us know what it is that we've missed we'd love to talk with you you can message us on, on Twitter uh, you can uh, just connect with us that way uh, we'll be posting some different stuff about it other things that we thought articles that we think were kind of cool uh, over the next few days so uh, let's continue this conversation going we'd love to know what you think about it rate the movie let us know is it is it a thumbs up is it a thumbs down uh, did it leave you wanting more or, or can you literally not wait 
uh, until the next movie. Uh, the last time I had the, the, a feeling of anticipation like this at the end of a movie was one of the Lord of the Rings movies, and I was frustrated that I had to wait till the next Christmas to see the next one. Well, this one, we're not going to get another one for, what, two years? Oh. What is right. 2017, 2017. Oh, no. I think in between each episode, there's going to be like a one-shot. The, so the like, next one is Star Wars Rogues, which, which is the story, I believe, of how they rescue, how they got the plans for the original Death Star. Yeah. Uh, is that next delivered year? It to, yeah, so yeah, I think you'll have a young year. Leia. You might have a young Leia. I don't know. Well, you couldn't get much of an older Leia. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so I, I can't give it a higher endorsement. Um, I, I really, 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 really recommend it. I give it... Uh, 12 out of 12 parsecs on the Kessel Run. <laughs> <laughs> Not, 14. <laughs> Not 14. Not 14. <laughs> That's a good way to put it, actually. Uh, so uh, I don't know if you guys have any any final final words. Neff? The Force is definitely awakened. Yeah. <laughs> Tori? Kylo Ren. <laughs> uh, Steve-O? I give it 10 Wilhelm screams. of. I didn't, oh, yes, I didn't, did you, you didn't see it? No, no, no. The beginning. I, let me tell you what I was so glad. At the very end, when the detonator goes off and the stormtrooper falls off, I was like, I'm refreshed that they didn't use the Wilhelm scream there they because this the wasn't the yeah yeah this but, wasn't the moment no, but yeah. that wasn't the moment okay because they they used the heck out of that in the original and, I, and I, trilogy. once again I like that they're going back to the like not even to the well in a bad way no like, no just the things they're traditions even the wipes the wipes the cuts oh, that, that they yeah, did so heavy it, 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 it was it was perfect it was for doing the Lucas the Lucas yeah, wipe if, if there there has never been I think a truer love letter to a franchise than than JJ did with this because he took it back and then he kicked it up yes, uh, yes. which is better so Chris. Christian, final thoughts? Action figures. <laughs> yes, immediately. Broke, I, do, broke, I called broke. my wife just a second ago. Well, Stephen was setting up the, the studio here. I was standing outside, and I got on the phone with my wife. She said, oh, how was it? I said, I'm going to sideshowtoys.com right now to buy the hot toys. I and, and I'm just telling you, I'm going to take the lightsaber out of my Bespin Luke, and I'm going to get the Ray, and yes! I'm going to put that lightsaber in her yes! hand. Yes! <laughs> All of the things. Because so I've got my I've what got my Luke Invader set up. I have got to get a Kylo Ren, D- and she does not come with it. Good and I, good she exactly. Comes she comes with the stick, and she comes with BB-8. Good. Ah, yeah. So, yeah we, oh, we didn't talk about BB-8, but we showed he was Sweet, good. BB-8 was, was awesome. BB-8 was the the anti R2, as R2 was kind of like. Uh, Sassy BB-8 is a, you can tell BB-8 just like when it like it's almost like pushing people out of the way to get to Podunk or whatever his name is Podunk Poboy Poboy and Poboy and like and like it's I like the relationship like the unspoken you don't need to say he's anything like or give a he's like a puppy like a I puppy. want I want a BB-8 yeah. so we, we put this we put a BB-8. we put a poll out BB-8. on our Twitter a couple days ago which would you rather have an R2 or a BB-8 BB-8 I have to change my vote I want it's a BB-8 I gotta change my vote to a BB-8. R2-D2, R2-D2 will snap. I love me. R2-D2. BB-8 will, will make me feel better about my life BB-8, choices. BB-8, I want to hug BB-8. I want to, <laughs> and I love, one is. of my favorite things, <laughs> Han Solo comes around the corner of the Millennium Falcon, he's like, move ball. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I that. that. <laughs> oh, higher movie. <laughs> the thing is, the entire movie basically revolves around BB-8. No, that's, exactly. that's cool, when man. Finn, I'm not, when not, Finn not, gives a thumbs up and then he gives and a little fire. And then he flicks out the little I love the personality I think that later on I'm going to probably go, all right, that was cheesy. Tori, you said there was two things that bothered you about this movie and that you oh. would talk about it later on. I just, just want to hit that before we leave because you mentioned it. I don't want to leave us hanging. Uh, I realize now that it's really just kind of one, but there's no other way they could have done it. 
R2-D2 having the other half of the map, of course he did. Not the other half of the map, the other like, 90% so, of the map. Yeah, <laughs> and I was and like, And nobody okay. said, hey, R2, let's just plug him in exactly. and find out, because we could have kind of at least found out what section to be looking at. Right. I mean, he had a full map except for he one little block. Thing. Well, I think yeah. I think they imply that it's it's older, because Kylo Ren, when they're talking about getting this droid, getting the information, they're like, well, there's no other place we can get it. He's like, yeah, well, we have old we have Empire all records. Yeah. And so I, mean, I think it implied, to me, that just said, like, oh, yeah, it's an older, like, Luke didn't go find someplace new. He found someplace old, like, so old that no one would think to look there. Well, and it, I'm was, glad it he... was the Jedi Temple. It was where the Jedi faith first started. Yeah. yeah. So, and that would be in the old records, you know. I can understand that. I the thought second, he was going to Dagobah. The second thing was the awkward transition into Rey going down to the basement. Like, I don't know, it was kind of abrupt how just suddenly she heard the voices. But Of who? I don't even heard. I think that was the point. Her, I, I, think it, I think it was Luke. I thought it was little her. I the, thought it was little the her. The children laughing? The screaming. I thought it, I thought it was her screaming about her. the people leaving, remember? Anyway. Yeah, but I think there was a connection between the point of contact. I think there was a connection between yeah. the, the lightsaber. Because when she yeah. touched the lightsaber, she's like, I don't want to touch that thing again. And, it was, were we, they, and what did she see when she touched the lightsaber? She Luke saw Skywalker. Luke, Luke and R2. Mm-hmm. And then she saw yeah. her baby self being left on, J- on Jakku. By who? I don't know. Gosh, I can't wait to But find did you out. hear the, the quiet girl? I... I when I first heard it, I thought it was Kylo Ren because it was really deep and menacing, but then I realized it wasn't as robotic, but it was definitely a distinct voice. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't think it was, I don't think it's supposed to be dismissive. All I right, think let, it's let's go ahead and wrap this up and let's I'm go sorry. see the movie again. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm right not even going to do it. I'll do it right now. I'll totally go do it. Yeah. I'll watch it two twice I'll in a day. I'll do it right now. Running to the movie theater. Your second thought, me, me. Tori? That was, it was, I realized like, as she was going down into the basement, I was like, all right, what's happening? Suddenly she has the force. But once she got down there and, like, touched the lightsaber, it remedied it all because, like, it was perfect. And the point but, was like, made, where, man, who? how do you find a lightsaber exactly. that fell from the cloud city of Best? I, yeah. I really yeah. hope they answer that. Not, like, answering in a cheesy way, but, like, that's interesting to me. Because I saw that, I'm like, that shouldn't exist anymore. I mean, it, do they have Luke's hand down there, too? Yeah, <laughs> just right. just it's water. frozen. Frozen carbonite. Yeah. So he can reattach it. They like to play around with it like, uh, like the Bugs Life guys with the, with the Lynn tennis. Huh? All right. That was <laughs> my... There you go. That was my misgivings. I don't even know what you would... They worked out fine, so... The, the sound effects? The soundtrack? Oh, it's great. <gasps> oh, my gosh. The so We good. can have a whole episode just on this soundtrack. Especially, so like, good. when, like... It, my my favorite piece of music from any Star Wars movie is when Luke on Ep, on uh, A New Hope is standing out looking at Luke's the Luke's theme on the, the binary yeah, sounds theme. I yeah. love that's my favorite and, and they use it a lot but each time I was not upset that they kept using correct. it correct and and I listened to this I listened to the soundtrack I was doing some design earlier today kind of getting you know prepared for the movie I was listening to some stuff and I listened to the soundtrack they put it out on Spotify today if you have Spotify you know you can listen to the whole soundtrack do not read do not read the uh, the titles of the tracks because it turns out that they are a little spoiler tastic. What I did not tell you, the last one was called the Jedi Steps. That was the last oh, the last track Jedi was steps. the Jedi Steps go. in finale. So uh, I kind of knew that that's they were going somewhere. But uh, there, there there was a couple things on there that were spoiler. But the music is good. Every time I heard that, they would kind of go back to that binary sun theme. When I went and watched the movie, when they would do it, it was very appropriate. It was very in context. I love when the landing ship comes and and Leia steps out and he, she and Han are just standing there looking. Each other and they play the love theme. Yes, yes. I was like, oh, it's Leia's yeah. music. It works out. It worked out so well, and uh, just just really, really immaculate. Oh, really immaculate. So it was, and uh, even the sorry fans. Um, fans just, you'd be hard pressed to find something that a true 
fan, a true lover of Star Wars, would would be mad at. Oh yeah. yes, mm-hmm. next yeah, time, I agree. Ne- next time we get Ray and uh, Kylo Ren fighting each other, I need some duel of the fates. I'm, <sighs> I want it. I, w- I, like I was that. really glad You're that the they. Worst now. I was really glad Thank that you. they didn't go like even over and overdo it and give Kylo Ren like a, a different version of the Imperial March. I like that they did a very subtle when they show when they Vader showed Vader. And that like, was it. It's like, I, mean, I, I, I like and I like that Kylo Ren is his own thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very Kylo much so. Ren. Kylo Ren. <laughs> Kylo Ren. Kylo, Kylo Ren. Ren. You know what? Honestly, with or without the mask. Kylo I can take Ren. Him, I can take him either. With or without the mask. I, he had, I like he the had voice on the mask, but I, 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 he could not his have the mask for the rest of the time. But he had plenty of FaceTime. Yeah. And at first when he takes the mask off, I'm like, oh. It's, it's, right? It's, it's, uh, you were expecting right. something it's, like him to be horribly scarred or something. I didn't something. know what I was expecting. I had no idea, and he's just a kid. I love it. I'm like, he, he looks like uh, he's 20. John, he looks like he's John Dorian. He looks like JD from, yeah, from Scrubs. Yeah, I mean, but, Adam Driver has a young-looking face, too. He, he does. But, 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 I, but you, you really see, and it lines up with the whole you know power trip, uh, temper tantrum. Yeah. Um, Especially he, if, he's, if he leaves. Let's say he left at 10, 12, 13. He never had a chance to grow up, so to speak. He went to Uncle Luke and then flipped out and then left and was just left as a teenager, I guess. Yeah, I can't wait till they go more into that backstory. Kylo the regular actor. I can't wait until Luke shows up with his oh, blue lightsaber I and know, does work. Or his he has green both. lightsaber. He has both and he dual wields yeah. them. Oh, that would be like adventure style. <laughs> Kylo Ren. Does Luke still have the green lightsaber? He should. He should, yeah. Did he have it? Wait, no, no. Oh, Do, maybe it no, got, because didn't the emperor take out. it from him and throw it? Oh, oh yeah. I'm, I have to go back and watch. Oh, I have to go back and watch maybe Jedi he made now. A new or one. so, he might Tony. Have let's one. go to your house tonight and watch <laughs> Jedi. I'm not joking. Uh, well, I have to look back. I don't, I don't remember if he if he had it post movie or. If he I don't know, but that would. Uh, uh, cool we, about, we keep going so yeah. for so much stuff. Okay, we got to stop because I'm going to say yeah. more stuff, and we definitely have to stop. I do love speaking of lightsabers. One of the things that really made me happy was seeing Kylo Ren's lightsaber. How. I think that it would be based on unstable crystals, but his lightsaber beam was definitely unstable. Yeah. It was very rough around the edges Homemade and crackly. It, it didn't make the familiar humming sound. It made like a crackly sound. Uh, so beautiful window into his character. Beautiful window into into who he is, which I think lightsabers tend to be a reflection of who he is. For instance, yeah. Luke's lightsaber in uh, in A New Hope and in Empire, uh, blue is imagination and, and innocence, uh, you move into uh, the green, which is uh, nature, is 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 growth, is you know that that's what that implies. Yeah. Uh, and then of course the the Sith always have the red ones, which are you know imply yeah. evil and and you know anger and aggression. Uh, Mace Windu, purple, just bad. To the Ky- ball. Kylo, Kylo, it's so long, like he was just going at it. You see, there was a lot of power in it because it was so it was like a big old sword mm-hmm. instead and of the, like the regular standard size. And the hilts didn't upset me. I liked how they kind of used no, it a little it bit. Cool. They did. They used it a little bit in the fight. Yeah. It was, it, and and, and, and you know dramatic. what? It makes sense. He wants to, he wants to be different. He wants to be he wants to be as famous as Vader. So why not have something iconic with him? Yeah. Nobody else has a has a tilt has a tilt has a hilt. Yeah. Nobody else has the, uh, the no one the has cross. The unstable cross section. Yeah. So. Well, uh, Star Wars Episode Seven uh, definitely worth the view. Uh, pee before you go. Poor Steven, his little girl bladder could not make it through the movie. He had I, to, I, I didn't even have to leave. To pee. Yeah. <laughs> I warned you guys. I said there's a good chance I might have to go up and pee during the we, movie. We were all so disappointed. In I'm you. sorry. Hey, apparently I picked a good time because I, I went quickly and you I, did move with some haste. Yes, but uh, so go out and see this movie. Is that your recommendation? Yes, so. I'm going to see it. Tw- I'm going to see it in theaters. Yeah, yet. go so out. Go out and see my, the movie. I, this might be the, 
this might be the movie I see most in theaters of yeah, anything. Next else. time I'm I'm, I'm going to see it in 3D. Now that I know, I think, uh-huh. I think yeah. it'll be a worthy experience to see in 3D. I've heard that it's it's good in 3D that you almost forget that you're watching a 3D. Like it's not over the top. Hey, look at this thing's coming right at your face. It's it's really good in 3D is what I've heard. Very very good. So JJ Abrams, you have our thanks. George Lucas, bless you in your uh, ministry. Just find Jesus, man. You ain't right. <laughs> I, I I heard that he was really bad that they didn't consult him, and I'm like. No, there's a reason because they didn't, they didn't even ask me, you guys. I'm gonna. I'm, right, why, George why Lucas had problem? to go buy a ticket to see this movie. <laughs> and I was like, Aw. Why don't you no. make them <laughs> say guy. their emotions? All, say their all, emotions. JJ Abrams sends on the tape, and it's just the crawl. And at the end, it's like, buy one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, love you guys. Bless you guys. Thank you for listening. Ask connect with TV. us. Yeah, connect with us on uh, on Twitter at Nerd of Godcast, Facebook at Nerd of Godcast, Instagram at Nerd of Godcast. Email us Nerd of Godcast at gmail.com or visit us online at www nerdofgodcast.com for the nerd of godcast and producer steve-o may the force be with you guys the lovely tory line that's what i was gonna say we can all say it what? may the force be with you quentin gregory now uh force be with you may <laughs> and our special guest uh the nerd of god kid action figures <laughs> my name is tony t until next time you ain't gotta go home but, but we can't stay here peace out Remember, the Force will be with you, always.